Hey yo, it's Thursday and you know what that means, it's Max Wrestling episode 381, this is your captain speaking and El Jefe is a little bit busy, he may or may not make it this week um, due to extracurricular activities, um, he's, he's going to be, t- I mean it's, it's a lot to ask for him to, to get up at the time he does every week so um, I I don't really expect him to wake up early this week with all the work he's been doing. So you may or may not get El Jefe this week. But uh, we're coming off a solid weekend with Forbidden Door. John Cena celebrates 20 years. Uh, so let's pose our questions to TikTok. And these are some of the things that we're going to be talking about this week. Let's lay the talk down. He told the AEW guys to stay away. I don't play that game. So let's get into white. So first of all, TikTokers, we want to know who do you want to see John Cena face in this latest run back in the WWE? Obvious signs point to Austin Theory. Um, There's still... A good handful of people there that he hasn't worked with before that he could produce some great matches with. Um, even if that's not the case, I honestly wouldn't be against him going another run with Seth Rollins, maybe. Uh, they've had some solid matches in the past. Um, so let us know who you want to see Cena face in this latest comeback before he goes back to Hollywood. And we don't see him again. Next question... Um, we we're just coming off Forbidden Door. There's talk about a, a Forbidden Door two next year, or even in the next few months over in Japan. Uh, so obvious question: Which matches would you want to see at Forbidden Door two? We were obviously robbed of uh, Tanahashi, CM Punk, which we were gonna get, but Punk got injured, and we got Tanahashi and Marx instead, which isn't a bad replacement. Um, but there was there was a handful of people that got injured right before Forbidden Door that. Um, or some potential dream matches that we didn't get to see. Um, there's also a couple of there's several one-on-ones that we could have got from Okada, but of course they ended up going the Fatal Four Way route, which is fine. Um, so, what matches do you want to see at Forbidden Door Two? If there is a Forbidden Door Two, and finally, most obvious question this week: Pick your money in the bank winners. Um, there's obviously the men's match, the women's match. 
there's a spot still available, I believe, in the men's match. So let us know who your picks are to win Money in the Bank 2022. Do what it is you do. Stitch, duet, comment, whatever. And make sure you tag Max Wrestling UK on this TikTok app. Uh, last week, we forgot to post the questions to TikTok. They were on the show, but we just didn't put it to, to TikTok separately. My bad. Busy week. Um, so, obviously, we don't have any feedback to last week's questions, but get back to us on these ones this week, and we'll get back to you next week for these. <clears throat> now, um, still no Moses, so it is time for some stupid shit that people say online, and this is why shit marks say. OMG, Kevin Nash. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Tell me. You did not just say that. WTF thought he was dead, LOL. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. So, um, (laughs) naturally, there was a lot of heat from the e-drones for Forbidden Door. Uh, Not because it was bad. Well, probably was in their eyes. But because anything not WWE is evil. So... Um, this first one comes from Brendan Bushytash. Um, this was in response to another Mark who rated Forbidden Door uh, a 4 out of 10. <laughs> Said it was a terrible show. Uh, naturally, he got a lot of flack for that. But um, my, my my response was... Maybe you should stick to sports entertainment. Clearly, pro wrestling isn't for you. And this is where Brendan Bushytash jumps in and says, It's the same product. Negative people should just stop watching in general. No, they're they're really not. Um, if, If you really think there's no difference between pro wrestling and sports entertainment, you're either blind or delusional. Um... He he continued. I can't even remember what else he said. Uh, Brandon, what'd you say? Oh, he said two wrestling shows where a majority of the talent has been in both companies aren't the same. Get the f- go go fuck yourself. Thank you for the advice. <sighs> okay, I I I see what you're striving at. Like te- they are part of the same industry. But you can't sit there and seriously say that WWE is even remotely the same product as literally any other promotion. Like, Vince McMahon himself has openly stated, well, he's, as soon as he became in charge of WWE, he openly stated, I'm not in the wrestling business, I'm in the sports entertainment business. So, who are you lying to, yourself or me? Like, there is a plethora of differences between the way WWE do things and the way Impact, Ring of Honor, AEW, New Japan, any other wrestling promotion does stuff. Um, WWE is is a lot more office controlled. It's it's very much more a dictatorship, whereas these other promotions that allow the wrestlers to be themselves and do what they've 
spent years perfecting um it to do like wwe is very constricted you can only do certain moves and you can't do this move if somebody else does this move and you know you have to hit these five moves in every match but like it it's different shut up next up we have shut up and fish yourself finch uh <laughs> this guy fuck me <laughs> Uh, this fucker went on a whole tirade about Claudio Castagnoli, a.k.a. Cesaro. Like, he really hates him, and he thinks he can't wrestle, and I don't understand any of it. Like, th- there's no validity to anyone on this planet that says Claudio Castagnoli can't wrestle. He's And he's one of the nicest guys on the planet, widely respected among his peers. I don't get how you can hate this man so much, but oh my god. Um, this wasn't just one post, this was several, like, his entire Twitter profile was just hate for Claudio, um, and then, let me give you some examples, um, I also apologize if you hear my mouse clicks this week, the battery died in my usual mouse last night, and I had to run out and get a cheap one this morning, and I hate it, um, because apparently we Nobody sells these batteries. Shut the fuck up, phone. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Um. So, shut up and fish yourself, Finch. Says these following things about Claudio. Um. So naturally, people were excited about Claudio's debut. People were anticipating it. Um. A a page called Pro Wrestling Finesse was excited about it, and you know they were ready to lose their shit if if. Claudio was going to be the mystery opponent. Fist yourself, Finch says. Um, oh, Finesse said he's going to remind people who the hell he is. And Finch says that he's a shit mediocre mid Carter who only spins people around because he has no other moves and he will never see a world title or TNT title. He will definitely show that. Um, somebody else responded. Like, imagine hating Cesaro. And Finch says, Cesaro Claudio is shit and will always be shit. You will never see him with a world title. You won't even see him with a TNT title. Um, the, oh, jeez. He also uh, threatened violence against Claudio. Like, this is the part where I realize he really hates this guy for whatever reason. Uh, Sean Rassap. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com says, Eddie Kingston told me if he ever had to eat lunch with Claudio Castagnoli, he'd stab him with a fork. Funny, because they're actually friends, but Finch says, that's what Claudio deserves, to be stabbed with a fork. Like, whoa. Like, what? what is your problem with, with Claudio? And then, he, he didn't like the whole show either, and just said, that um, this was a waste of money, waste of contract, waste of card. Instead of spending money on someone that can wrestle, Tony spends money on someone that can't wrestle. Uh, somebody responds, did you just say Cesaro can't wrestle? Log off, chief. And finally, Finch says, I did. It's facts and truth. The guy only has one move. He's going to embarrass AEW and Tony. will realize he made a mistake spending money on someone that can't wrestle and he will be released. 
Oh, wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Uh, LMFAO. He was shit, bud. That's why he's never won a big title. He can't wrestle. No, he never won a big title because WWE uh, booked him like shit. And kept getting him to the point where he should have won a world title and then didn't give it to him. So shut the fuck up. Um, and Matt Matt says, you know people in WWE would use him as a wrestling coach, but go on. Finch says, those who used him as a coach became shit. He can't wrestle. He only has one move, which is that stupid point in a spinning move. It sounds like you only have one fucking argument, Finch. Um... I, I support the other guy's advice. Log off Twitter. Go get some therapy. Just seriously get some fucking help, you weirdo. Um, but this is why they are marks and that's the shit they say. Oh, boy. Now, uh, let's go to the desk and start discussing this past week. In wrestling, of course, our weeks begin on Friday, so there's that. Uh, so over the weekend, obviously, we had Forbidden Door, hell of a show. I'm not going to get into that because we have a pay-per-view to predict again this week, which is Money in the Bank. Show me what you think. So, uh, <clears throat> wish me luck because I have no idea what's going on in WWE right now. Um, Money in the Bank predictions. Let's kick it off with Theory. Versus Bobby Lashley. Very surprised that we're not getting Fury Cena. I'm guessing actually that they're probably saving that for SummerSlam. Fury uh, is still very much Vince's boy. And if they do go with Fury Cena at SummerSlam, then there's no way Fury loses the title to Lashley. So. Got to go with Theory to somehow retain the U.S. title over Lashley, which is very stupid because they've just been pushing Lashley as well. And he also could body Theory on any given day. But in this situation, there's no way Theory loses. Um. Oh, my fucking Jesus Christ. Why? The Usos versus the Street Profits. Again, like, do you have any, no, you don't have any other tag teams because you fucking fired them all. <sighs> Undisputed tag team titles, Usos versus Street Profits, ah, uh, fuck it, Usos retain, why not? I, I, I don't give a shit about the tag team division, I don't give a shit about the Usos, it's just so repetitive, so predictable, I don't give a shit. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Natalia. Don't give a shit. Ronda's obviously going to win because Natalia is enhancement talent. And she always puts everybody over. So, Ronnie. Ah, then we come to the Raw women's title. Bianca Bella versus Carmella. We, we spoke about this last week. And I have very little understanding as to why Carmella is in this position. Like, originally it was supposed to be Rhea Ripley challenging Bianca, but she's injured right now. Uh, so they had to quickly find a replacement. And they went with Carmella. Now, let's look at the women that are in the Money in the Bank match. 
any of them are a much better contender for this. But, I mean, I kind of get it. I guess Bianca was going to win anyway, so why put her against somebody better than Carmella if they're just going to lose anyway? But at least it'd be more interesting. Like, no offense to Carmella, but I would much rather see Bianca versus Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Shotzi, Asuka, Becky Lynch again. Hell, I don't care. Just, why Carmella? But anyway, Bianca wins. Uh, And then the Money in the Bank matches. So, for the women, I just said most of them. We have Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Liv Morgan... Raquel Rodriguez Gonzalez uh, Shotzi Becky Lynch Lacey Evans I don't know I I really don't unless it is just they're giving it to Becky to redeem herself because she's been on a losing streak um, Asuka's just come back she got pushed straight into a feud with Becky Lynch um, I'm surprised actually she's not in just just in contention for the women's title. Uh, Liv Morgan probably deserves it the most. Like she's been denied opportunity after opportunity after opportunity over the past what two years. Um, Alexa's not long come back, but I don't know what the fuck is going on with her gimmick. Lacey's come back. She's been face. She's been heel. She's been on Raw. She's been on SmackDown. She's been back on Raw again. I don't know what the fuck is going on with her either. So she ain't winning it. Because, like, they have no idea what they're doing with her. It's almost like she was ready to come back from maternity and they shit themselves because they forgot about her. But, yeah, safe bet. Let's go with Becky Lynch to win Money in the Bank. Um, Has she won Money in the Bank before? Ooh. Uh... Uh, somebody's going to answer this very... No, she hasn't won Money in the Bank before. There's Carmella, Bliss, Bailey and Nikki won it last year. So, no. Uh, yeah, give it, give it to Becky. Be something else to uh, tick off her bucket list. And it, I guess it makes sense for her redemption story. Um, So, for the men's... I mean, looking at it now, Becky and Seth are both on the poster... I think Becky's a safe bet. Seth is probably a safe bet too. The only thing I don't like is the TBD in this match. So we had a last chance um, qualifier this past Monday on Raw. Even though there's one spot remaining. Go figure. So. uh, For the men's we have Seth. Freaking Rollins. Drew McIntyre. Sheamus. Omos. Sami Zayn. Matt Riddle. And TBD. That's got to be Seth too, right? Like, very, very, very little chance of TBD being Cody. Like, I could probably see WWE pulling shit like that, but, like, realistically, would he be ready to return after ripping his fucking peck off his bone? Um, Like, we know that that's no small window. Like, realistically, it's not a small window return. So, it, it, sure, it can't be Cody. But I can't think of anybody else that is due to return or 
um, would fill that spot. So that's that's a little bit of a curveball and one that I don't have the answer to right now. So fuck it, let's go with Seth. Seth and Becky, give them both money in the bank. Um, it would be hilarious if Seth cashed in on Brock and Roman again at SummerSlam, but I'd, that that may be just uh, that may just be wishful thinking. So I don't know. We'll we'll see who the mystery entrant is on Saturday, and even even if it is Cody, I still would see Seth winning it because Cody's beat him three times. He doesn't need to win Money in the Bank too. All right, that's it. That that that's, that's money in the bank. Six matches. It's so much quicker when I'm just doing it by myself and I'm not asking anybody else for their predictions. But obviously, everybody else, you're entitled to your predictions, and I'm sure Moses will offer his um, before I put the post up on Saturday morning. <clears throat> so other stories. Let's go to Dynamite. We had blood and guts last night. Um, Wow. So for the first hour of the show, uh, we had Orange Cassidy defeat Even Page. First of all, Orange Cassidy reverts back to his indie theme, Jane by Jefferson Starship, which I must admit I much prefer over the Pixies. Oh, I'm not a massive Pixies fan anyway. Um, but I just, I, I, uh, I feel myself get more pumped for Jane over the Pixies song, so... <clears throat> second of all, uh, I'm feeling a second wind in Orange Cassidy's popularity. Like, I feel he hasn't been this over since his Jericho feud. Like, he, he's, he's always been over, but he was super over against Jericho. He went a little bit quiet, and now he's he's up there again. Um, Maybe a lot of that has to do with his banger of a match with Will Ospreay at Forbidden Door, which... Apparently, everybody backstage was jumping for, rightfully so. Um, and I love the fact that that match showed what Moses and I have always been saying, is that Orange Cassidy can wrestle the fuck. R- r- wrestle his fucking ass off. Um, but people, e-drones, discredit him because of his lazy gimmick. And it's just that, it's a gimmick. Like... In actuality, he's very, very talented in that ring, and that match showed it. Um, oh man, the Christian promo—it's—it's—it's it's, it's like MJF is gone right now, so we need somebody else to be a dick. And when we say be a dick, we mean be a fucking dick. Christian is killing it as a heel. He's absolutely brutal on Jungle Boy's family. Obviously, they've given their approval for these lines, but they're they're, they're no less brutal. Um, <clears throat> so he he mentioned Jungle Boy's dad, Luke Perry, um, being dead last week, and this week he said something about wishing Jungle Boy's entire family was dead, um, except for his mother. <laughs> Christian Cage is pulling no punches. Um, 
he he's being as vicious as humanly possible on that microphone and man when jungle boy comes back he better get such a hero pop because christian's being downright evil right now um my my only qualm with this whole thing is i need an explanation as to why luchasaurus turned heel so easily like why he was so easily manipulated by christian um because it makes no sense to me luchasaurus and jungle boy have been very successful together from from a kayfabe perspective there's no reason for luchasaurus to side with christian and turn on jungle boy but we got the full heel turn this week and luchasaurus is all in black and he bodied serpentico twice twice um both in the ring and after the match outside the ring so yeah we, we we've got an evil dinosaur on the loose <clears throat> Uh, next week they set up Wardlow versus Scorpio Sky in a street fight for the TNT title. Now, is it bad that I keep forgetting that Scorpio is TNT champion? I like him, I really like him, but I've got to be honest, it's been the most forgettable reign in AEW history of any title. Like, he had the stupid feud with Sammy. He introduced a much more gold belt. And that's about it. Like, nothing else has happened in this title ring. I feel like the TNT title has become an afterthought. And I don't know if somebody said it about Miro or if Miro said it himself that... The title has meant nothing since he lost it. And I think that's very true. I think Miro was the last person that had a really good run with a TNT title. Um, he defended it almost every week, if not every week. Um, and he looked like a badass champion with it. They did the whole hot potato thing with Sammy and Cody. And um, then Scorpio got it. <clears throat> and it was a great moment, but... Nothing has happened since. That TNT title is being wasted. And it either needs to go to Wardlow in the street fight next week. Or it needs to go back to Miro. Or just something. Like, I'm I'm no disrespect to Scorpio Sky. Great athlete. I really like him, like I said. But they're doing nothing with it. It's just being wasted. So, um, Wardlow's over as fuck. Give him the title next week. Don't don't piss about. Just do it. <clears throat> um Danhausen. Um I know, I know, I don't I don't want to be in the being the elite which is probably why I'm missing something. But Danhausen is suddenly feuding with the gun club and Max Caster. Um so they had a six man tag last night. Danhausen's mystery tag team partners got the biggest fucking pop we've talked about it between us over this past week how FTR are easily 
in the conversation right now for the best tag team in the world. If not, they are the best tag team in the world. Whatever your opinion is, they're in the conversation. Um, they're just amazing right now. They've always been amazing, but right now everybody is seeing it. They have free tag team titles from three different companies right now. They're on top of the fucking world. They they really are top guys, and that pop for FTR last night was huge. Everybody's loving FTR right now, and rightfully so. But <clears throat> um, Danhausen got the win, and Billy Gunn was frustrated and shoved his own son. Um, Anthony Bowens cost him the match by inadvertently. Um, hitting one of his own guys with a crutch instead of Danhausen. I absolutely think they dropped the ball on revealing that Bowens is healed. I would have saved it for the gun club squaring up on Caster, and Bowens just slowly stands up behind them and attacks them with the crutch. Because they just wasted it on him costing them the match last night. So I feel like we got no payoff other than causing friction that was already there between the two teams. Um, I mean, obviously, the the, the gun club are going to turn on uh, the acclaimed, and the acclaimed are going to turn face at some point, but I feel like that's when they should have saved the reveal that, oh, Anthony Bowens is healed now, he doesn't need the wheelchair anymore. I think that it would have been much more effective if he'd have done it to save Max Caster, rather than do it to fuck up and cost him the match. Um, not a whole lot to say about Jade and Layla Gray, like, Jade is just continuing to beat everybody up, like, it's a foregone conclusion when she steps in the ring these days, until she steps in the ring with Athena or Chris Statlander, then they're gonna make us think twice, but until then, she's just facing jobbers every week, um, like, no ignorance, I don't know who Layla Gray is, um, but I feel like they try to introduce her as somebody who's going to be relevant in the next few weeks. I don't think she's actually signed at the moment. She's just enhancement talent. Um, but after the match, of course, she tried to join the baddies. So I got a feeling we're, we're going to be seeing more of her. Um, and eventually we're going to have to get to that match between Jade and Eva Chris or Athena. And one of them has to take that TBS title from her. Otherwise, what's the point? She's on... I think it's either 34 or 36. And oh, this week. Um, so like, in a few months, she's going to be on number 50. I don't know if they can save... A match against Chris or Athena that long. But if they do, more power to them. Just make it interesting. Um, And then finally we get to Blood and Guts. Oh, holy shit. So this was like the whole second hour of the show. And as always, Blood and Guts lives up to it. Um, The the Claudio Hager moment was exceptional. Um, Like, it instantly took you back to the We The People days, which... The audience were, of course, chanting. Um, Yeah, yeah. You just felt the buzz between the two of them coming face-to-face after all this time. 
Um, saving both Kingston and Jericho as the final entrance was genius. Just genius. Because it built up the anticipation of them coming face to face. And it also reminded us that this whole match was happening purely because the rivalry between these two. Like, the match was built completely around this rivalry between Eddie Kingston and Jericho. They were the main focus, so it made perfect sense to keep them both until the very end. Um, Everyone else was just extra for the chaos. Uh, Ruby Soho, also, she caught Ty. (laughs) Oh, man, she went for it. Um, And... You know, she she was going for it that much. Like, she tried to throw her into the barricade, and they both just fell, like, a few inches away from the barricade. So she just decided to start pummeling her. Um, that was great. Uh, Sammy's free fall. Wow. It looked good. Like, his fall looked good. The landing, it was better than Jericho. Uh, the Jericho bump from Blood and Guts. But I still, I still feel like it. It felt a little too protected. But I'm not. I'm not going to complain about it because, like we keep saying with Jericho's bump, we don't want these fuckers to die. Um, protect them all you can. It's fine. Just make it look good. Um, but a very interesting finish where Claudio robs Eddie of the win, which just keeps the rivalry between Eddie and Jericho alive long enough for them to settle this one-on-one, which is what they have to do. Like, there's no point doing another big team match. Just let them go at it one-on-one and settle the score. Um, and that was that was pretty much it for Dynamite. It, was, it wasn't a short episode, but because Blood and Guts took up pretty much the whole second hour, not much else happened. So, uh, overall, great great show and we steam ahead now to i think all out is the next event special pay-per-view whatever um there's no mention of fight for the fallen uh this year so you know the year we introduced fight for the knowledge they don't do fight for the fallen thanks aw but whatever that's fine <clears throat> um, but speaking of fight for the fight for the knowledge, um, we make history in two weeks as we crown the first ever Ring of Games Cup winner. But first, it's the penultimate week this week, which we'll get to in just a little bit of um, the Ring of Games Cup tournament. Uh, because the winner of the Ring of Games Cup will go on to fight for the knowledge in two weeks to challenge Travis Walker-Anderson for the television championship. Travis left as a promo last week, so he's passed the 30-day defense period. Uh, Oh, and get this, a brand new design for the TV title will be revealed at Fight for the Knowledge. Um, But Travis is also the Knowledge champion, and he will have to defend that title in old-school full trivia mayhem um, against unknown opponents thus far. But suffice to say it'll pretty much be most people that are on the show that's how it always used to work if you were on the show you compete for the knowledge title um Travis is also the number one contender for my world title and that takes place in four weeks at promo slam but before we get there the my alter ego the jester 
will address the walker at Fight for the Knowledge. For more information, go to maxwrestling.net slash fight. Again, it comes your way July 14th. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. It's the ultimate Vanessa, your girl's favorite wrestler. Hey, Preston Vance here, aka number 10 of the Dark Order. Hey, this is Tommy Tree. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here. This is the voice of Killer Cross. And you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. And you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Max Wrestling Podcast. And we're about to take it to the Max. We're about to take it to the Max. It's time to take it to the max. We're going to take it to the max. Take it to the max. Welcome to the madhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the madhouse. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo show, even though it's just a Cap show this week. Um, so if I've made you laugh, if I've made you cry, if I've pissed you off, hit the sub or the follow button right now. I'm here every Thursday. I'm here every Thursday. <laughs> so for a history lesson, let me let me talk to you about what happened this week in wrestling history. So, on June 24th, 2001, WWE presented King of the Ring, which featured Edge winning the tournament and a classic street fight between Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon. Seriously, if you've only seen Shane wrestle since he came back a few years ago, go back and watch this match and the absolute beating he took. Um, I still just watch through through my hands um the the glass spots which if you know you know <laughs> uh june 25th 2000 also at king of the ring uh won by kurt angle this was one of those where they had the quarterfinals semifinals and the final on the pay-per-view so angle beat jericho crash harley and rikishi in the same night to become King of the Ring. Um, the Rock also won the WWE Championship in the main event six-man tag, where he, Undertaker, and Mayor Dipshit defeated Triple H and the McMahons. Triple H was champion, and because Rock got the pin, he got the title. <laughs> June 25th, 2006, at Vengeance, DX made their official in-ring return as Triple H and Shawn Michaels defeated the Spirit Squad. Um, I'm I'm sorry that we forgot to mention the DX reunion last week. Um, some liked it, some hated it. I loved it. Um, I was 16 at the time, so I I remembered the original DX. But honestly, it it was such juvenile comedy, but it was still 
I think Vince's reactions and Shane's reactions and the Spirit Squad's reactions are what made it. Um, I loved it. I loved the X reunion. I loved the DX new and improved DVD, uh, which featured all the full segments. If you haven't got it, go find it. It is. Um, also at Vengeance, John Cena bullshit made Sabu tap out. Can't believe I just said that sentence. John Cena made Sabu tap out. I can't believe I just said the sentence. Sabu tapped out, but it, it happened. Um, um, in an extreme lumberjack match, and Rob Van Dam also defended the WWE Championship against Edge. The original poster for this vengeance was Edge and WWE Champion John Cena staring each other down with the DX logo sprayed over, but. One Night Stand was a couple of weeks before this, where Van Damme beat Cena for the title, so they changed the matches and the poster last minute. Um, because not like they obviously planned all of this, right? Um, June 26, 2005, at Vengeance, Batista beat Triple H in their third straight pay-per-view in a Hell in a Cell Uh Hell in a Cell match to retain the World Heavyweight Championship, and it was the culmination of their trilogy, obviously, and it it had closure, um, because it was like it was like the first and only time that you see Triple H accept defeat. Um, Batista just beats him for the third time in a brutal Hell in a Cell match, and there's like a WWE.com exclusive after the match where. Batista's in the locker room, and Triple H just walks in with Ric Flair. They stare at each other, and then Triple H just says to Batista, that's evolution. So, it, it was it was a great feud, to be honest. Like, normally we, we cringe at people wrestling on three straight pay-per-views these days, but Batista and Triple H told a really great story. Um, and every match felt like it needed to happen, and it culminated perfectly in a Hell in a Cell match. This is back when Hell in a Cell matches actually were used to end feuds, and not just as a gimmick. Uh, June 26, 2016, in Max Wrestling history, the Knowledge Championship was born. Uh, Kenny Killer defeated Beer to become the inaugural Knowledge Champion at Trivia Takeover. Loved it. What a, what a what a historic moment. Um, June 27th, 1999, at King of the Ring, Billy Gunn won the tournament for reasons. Um, Undertaker defended the WWE Championship against The Rock. The Hardys defeated Edge and Christian. And in the main event, the McMahons regained sole control of WWE from CEO Stone Cold Steve Austin in a handicap ladder match. I'm just going to let you process that sentence that I just said. You know, McMahon's regained control of WWE from CEO Stone Cold. <laughs> it was a great storyline. Um, Austin was a very entertaining CEO, to say the least. <laughs> You're fired for looking stupid. Get out. Um, June 27th, 2004, at the Great American Bash, after completing the ultimate makeover... Scruffy Cowboy Bradshaw became rich entrepreneur JBL and defeated Eddie Guerrero in a bloody Texas Bull Rope match for the WWE Championship. Um, not quite as bloody as their Judgment Day match, though. 
Um, but yeah, this JBL, this is where JBL won the WWE title. And it was almost like Bradshaw, he, he was never Bradshaw. He's always been JBL. Like it was a complete transformation and you would never associate JBL with Bradshaw after this moment. It was just such a metamorphosis. Um, also at the Great American Bash, in in one of the most bizarre bookings, Undertaker defeated the Dudley Boys in a concrete crypt match. Um, so the stipulation was if the Dudleys won, Paul Bearer would be encased in cement in this glass case. Um, and even though Undertaker won, he proceeded to bury Paul Bearer anyway. In, in concrete. Very bizarre. Um, and then of course Paul Bearer came back. I think for one last run, not not long after. Um, June twenty eighth, nineteen ninety eight. Sixteen minutes of mayhem. Undertaker, Mankind, King of the Ring, Hell in a Cell. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you haven't lived. Uh, Foley went off the cell, through the cell, tooth through his nose, slammed into tax. Terry Funk got choke slammed out of his shoes. Taker broke his ankle. It was it was just insane. Um, it's a match every wrestling fan should know and should have seen. And it's to this day one of the most talked about matches ever. And of course, that image of Mick Foley being thrown off the top of the cell is legendary um yeah just an infamous moment in WWE history um and even though it was just so controversial I think it's one of Mick Foley's proudest nights because he just proved to be superhuman and it's the match one probably the match that he's most remembered for um is the fact that Undertaker tried to murder him that night <laughs> um, but also that night Mayo Dipshit also defeated Stone Cold for the WWE Championship in a first blood match when Taker inadvertently hit Austin with the most botched chair shot of all time as you can clearly see uh, when Taker's chair hits Austin's chair they make zero contact with Austin's head but it's the spot that supposedly busts him open and cost him the match. It, yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, the chair is literally miles away from his head. But anyway, uh, Austin won the title back the next night on Raw. So, swings and roundabouts. And final piece of history, June 30th, 2008. So, today in history, after being drafted to Raw, CM Punk cashed in his money in the bank on Edge, uh, who had just been left for dead by Batista to win the World Heavyweight title. Punk later also defended the title against JBL that night. So there's your history. And now, like I said, we're going to make history next week um, as we crown the first ever Ring of Games Cup winner. So let's find out uh, who is going into the final with the advantage. It's Ring of Games Week 3. Hey, yo, welcome to Ring of Games week three out of four. We uh, we currently have Phoenix in the lead of okay. on, on, the, on the weekly leaderboard. So uh, there's still 
room to play for Moses and Chad. However, Chad has been replaced this week by the very person that these guys are trying to face, the television champion, Travis Walker anderson which I suppose I will have to allow. Since we got no choice, Trav- uh, Chad's all out of sick days. He phoned in dead. I don't mind filling in as champ. You know, I feel like it's my job, too. I fucked well, that. It is, it is this week. Um, <laughs> so, the winner of the weekly Ring of Games will go on to challenge the television champion at Fight for the Knowledge. Of course, if Travis wins, he is representing Chad this week. Um, on the leaderboard, the Phoenix is in first place. Chad's in second place. Moses in third place. But there's only one point between each. So, it's all to play for. As you can see, I got my little Max Wrestling Mm-hmm. Thing there. All right, let's kick it off. First round is I'm terrible at dating. Story of my teenage years. Everybody, my life. <laughs> uh, everybody will be asked a question to which the answer is a year. Everybody has to write down their answer, and whoever is closest gets a point. If you get the exact year, you get two points. So righty downy. We will see what you get. The first question is, the year Brock Lesnar became NCAA Division I heavyweight champion. I Give me two. 2003 and 2004. Because he did win it twice. Okay, well, we'll take 2003 as the earliest then. Cool. 2000 from Chavez, Phoenix. I went with 96. (laughs) 96. All right. Well, one of you has the exact answer. Which is the year 2000. Oh, so that's two points. To Chad slash Travis. Now, how worried are you, Chad? First, <laughs> you're complaining earlier. about him mistaking the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right, Trying to be fair. <laughs> second question. Uh, the year New Japan Pro Wrestling's annual January 4th Tokyo Dome show became known as Wrestle Kingdom. It wasn't always Wrestle Kingdom, but it has been since this particular year. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. On the beach. Uh, <clears throat> Man, I have no idea. I'm hoping I'm right on this one. I might be like a year, like a close to short. 2007. Why is everything backwards? Okay, Moses going 2007. Anybody else got an answer? Uh, I went 2009. Okay, 2007, 2009. Phoenix? 2010. Yeah, that's my. I was also taking that. All right. Well, once again, one of you has the exact answer. This time it's Moses. It's 2007. 2007 was the first Wrestle Kingdom. Before that, it was, I think, I had like three different names. Yep. Wrestling World War, uh, the WCW New Japan Super Show, and uh, Wrestle War. Yeah. All right. The word war. 
final question in this round. Let's see if Phoenix can get a point, then everybody in this round has won something. Next question is probably still in Moses' wheelhouse. The year Bullet Club was originally formed. The brain is steaming. <laughs> the brain is steaming. 2012. I love a traffic jet. What did you put, Travis? 2012. 2012. <clears throat> I'm going to move this fucking thing that's taking up half my screen. I can't I feel like it's somewhere around there. Mm. I kind of wish my daughter wasn't asleep. I would just run in there and grab my <laughs> Bullet Club shirt. I have a Bullet Club t-shirt that actually says the yeah, date. 2013. Okay, oh, that's right. 2012-2013-2011. Again, one of you has the exact answer. And it's exactly. another two points to Moses for 2013. Woo! Ah. There was a 2, a 0, a 1, and something kind of curvy. I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, my first guess was was 2011, but I was like, no. It's like I swear, like the first time anybody was mentioned anything was like Wrestle Kingdom, like eight. All right, points at the end of the first round. Moses steaming ahead with four points. Travis on two, representing Chad and Phoenix yet to get off the mark. But the good news is you get to pick a partner for round two, and this week it is password one two three. So who do you want to team with to to uh, decipher a wrestler's internet password based on two clues? I think I'll go with Travis. All right. I mean, Tra- Chadvis? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what the, um, that's what the nameplate needs to say, Tra- Chadvis. All right. Uh, you will have three attempts before we unlocked out. Since Moses is on his own, you get first pick. The four wrestlers you can choose from are Shayna Baszler, Undertaker, AJ Styles and Becky Lynch. Whose internet password do you want to guess? Just to just to make Phoenix mad, I'll do the Undertakers. <laughs> well, you know what? Part of the password is WCW, so Ah, perfect. Um, all right. The clues to the Undertaker's internet password are Tag Team formed with Dan Spivy in WCW. Spivey, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Spivey. Spivey. I was right the first time. And debut year of the American Badass gimmick. Uh, hoping I'm right. Wait, I don't have to write this down. Huh? No, you don't have to write this one down. Oh, thank God. You get, you get free attempts. <clears throat> you said, no, it was a WCW tag team with Spivey and then the badass gimmick, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty sure it was the Twin Towers and... <sighs> when was Limp Biscuit stupidly huge? Uh... <laughs> give me 05. Okay, you go in Twin Towers, 2005. Yes, sir. Is wrong. Ah, I figured that part. Uh, neither part is wrong. Neither part is right. Okay, good, 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 good. That actually gives me that thing out of my head, but then who the fuck? Uh, Twin Towers were uh, Akeem and Big Boss Man. Oh, that's right. Okay, son of a bitch. Okay, that's a good thing. Um, hmm. So then, O three wasn't the badass gimmick. So then it was like maybe it had to be a couple years later. 
Um, what was the fucking tag name? I love how Phoenix hasn't given anything away. No, he don't give a shit on the biz. <laughs> I know one of them. <clears throat> come on, come on. Him and Spivey, him and Spivey, him and Spivey. Uh, every time I fucking think of Spivey, I just think of Sid. Stop thinking of Sid. Oh, the skyscrapers. All right, and what's the year of Give the badass? Oh seven. All right, skyscrapers. Oh seven. One part of the password is correct. You got one more attempt. Skyscrapers. Um. Oh God, when the fuck did you debut, you fucking nerd? <laughs> I was in, was I in high school still? God bless you. Um, I had to be in high school. When the fuck else was Lip Biscuit that big? God bless you. Uh, <laughs> son of a gun, God bless you. And the Lord look out above me for that one, good God. Um, hang it. I'm going to give it a last stab. Maybe it's the year I graduated, 07. All right, Skyscrapers, 07. Still just the one part correct. It is Skyscrapers. He debuted in... 2000. Yes, it was. 2000. Oh, American dang, Badass. that early? That's when Kid Rock was big, and then Limp Bizkit were big the year oh, after. Oh, son of a bitch. Who who you want, Shayna, AJ, or Becky? What are you thinking? Um, I, I was thinking AJ. I, thinking I AJ. knew that. New Japan and TNA stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you want to risk it, oh, or do you want to do Becky? Don't ask oh. him that question. You'll <laughs> <laughs> get a different answer. All right, we're going Becky. So the two clues to Becky's internet password are stunt double on what TV show, and oh. trained by this fellow wrestler. Yeah, I don't know fucking neither. Fowler, I know that. Yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> I don't have a clue. <laughs> Stunt double on a TV show. Fuck, I mean, goddamn. Way to make them not easy. <laughs> I never knew that. I thought that was something pretty well known. Stunt double. Now you got me thinking. Stunt double, wait a minute. I'll open it up a little bit. It's a pretty big TV show. That opens the door. No, no, it's not like something nobody's ever seen. <clears throat> On their team. Not like Tales of the Village Last Kicker. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> okay, you're pretty sure on Finn Balor, though. So you want to guess something, and then we'll see if you got that part right. Sure, uh, Game of Thrones? <laughs> no, right. Game of Thrones, Finn Balor. One part is correct. <laughs> it's like, I could, oh. I was thinking right after you said this, like, was there anybody in the Thrones? And I get, nope. I've got like one thing in the top and like the back of my noggin, but at the same time, I'm like looking, I'm like, they don't look alike. <laughs> but then again, uh, no. Want to take a punt at another TV show? What? What's a? What's a? Just think of show? any TV show with a redhead. 
That's what I'm trying to think of. I can't even do that. I've got like three or four. But like none of them look like her. But I would be like, fuck it, throw it out there. I mean, that's assuming that Finn Balor is the correct half of the password. That's true. <laughs> For all we know, she really was in the throne. <laughs> I doubt it would be Mandalorian. You want to go with that? Sure, why not? Then you got one attempt left. Mandalorian, Finn Balor. Again, one part is correct. So, yeah, yes. Finn Balor. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more attempt at that TV show. Damn, give us a multiple choice at least. <laughs> <laughs> you were on the right track with Game of Thrones. Thanks, Mew. Okay. Oh, 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 uh, shit. It was like a Viking show, wasn't it? I don't know. What's the the popular Viking show? Uh, I was going to say, is it Black Sails or something, but that's Pirates? No, it's not Black Sails. Sounds fucking oh, dope, by the man. way. Black Sails is very underrated. Oh, okay. Check that out. Go looking out. I really, I really want to hint if it's the same Viking show we were talking about the other day. Just fucking guess, bud. <laughs> um, Gotta risk it to get the fucking biscuit. Because I want to say, was it like Seamus in there or, some, or something like that, too? I don't know. It's like on Netflix. Oh, I know yeah. the one you're thinking of. I do not. <laughs> anything, anytime anybody says anything Netflix right now, I'm just what, thinking Pinky what, what are you thinking, Phoenix? All I can th- as soon as you said Vikings, I think there's a TV show called Vikings, and that's all I can think of. Yeah. Well, let's go that Vikings Balor. Vikings Finn Balor is correct. God oh, damn, took God. long enough. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. There's a Viking show, but what's it called? I'm like, <laughs> that's what I was like, wait a minute. It's um, not that show that Edge was I on. I think you were oh, thinking of like... The Last Kingdom. Yeah, or something. Which like is on that. Netflix. Uh, oh, Vikings like, on Amazon. Too. I know of like five different Viking shows, but I don't know nothing about any of them. <laughs> I just so, remember so, that she was on the one that Edge was on, and that was the show called Vikings. Okay. Uh, another batch we have Shayna Baszler or AJ Styles from Moses. AJ. Since these guys don't want to fucking. Let's go, AJ. Okay. Clues to AJ's password. Only singles championship won in Ring of Honor. And stable formed with Kazarian and Beer Money in Impact. Kazarian and Beer Money? AKA Bobby Roode and James Storm. Was he a part of that goddamn <laughs> fucking Canadians? What the fuck was the name of their shit? Team Canada? Wait, was it Team Canada? It had to be Team Canada. That's the only thing that's fucking clicking was Team Canada. I think these two know it. Uh, and what was the other part? 
the only singles championship won in Ring of Honor. Oh, in Ring of Honor. Uh, singles. He never won the world. Tell you that right now. Um, only thing I've got coming to mind would be the Ring of Honor TV title. <clears throat> Let's go with that uh, the, the, the Team Canada uh, TV title. All right, TV, Team Canada, both parts wrong. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, what other singles can you... So it's got to be the fucking world then, because they don't have any other goddamn singles titles. Do they? No. No, they don't. Um... Okay, so Ring of Honor world title, and the fuck was the name of this goddamn fucking nerd group and fucking nerd TNA? Um, <laughs> son of a bitch. Was it like... Was he in the Aces of Eights? Was that even a thing like that? I thought he's. I thought I swore to God he broke him up. I don't know crap about crap TNA. Um, son of a bitch. Fucking crap hole. Um, aces and eights and the fucking Ring of Honor world title. All right. Again, neither part correct. What the fuck? What other singles <laughs> title can you win in Ring of Honor? Seriously, what other fucking singles titles can you win? Maybe a defunct title. Huh? What other ones were debunked? What other titles do they fucking have? They had the pure. And they got rid of it. And they brought it back. I don't think it was the pure. Fucking son of a bitch. Um... Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, it's the fucking thing. It's fucking him, Joe, and Loki, and... But what the fuck was it? Was that the pier, though? No, because they called it something different. Son of a bitch, son of a bitch. And then fuck the TNA thing. Um, I'm literally at a loss while these guys are laughing in my face. The only other one I could think of is the pure title, but I swear to God that that was something that was brand new. But I'm going to go with it anyway. So the uh, pure title and uh, fucking Team TNA. I don't fucking know. Pure Team TNA. Why not? Only half of it's correct. It was the pure oh, title. Fuck yeah. The faction was Fortune. Fortune. Oh, the one where they were fucking making fun of Ric Flair and the horse. Fortune Four. Yes. Oh, those fuck. Ah, son of a bitch. It's not your question. <laughs> okay. She's finally. like, no, I'm just making sure he's a nerd and knows, and he, you know, he should have <laughs> known that. Shayna Baszler. The clues to her password are. Oh, okay. Person yeah. she defeated for the for her first NXT Women's Title, and total number of MMA wins. Fucking Oscar, wasn't it? 
Oscar uh, uh, got called up, didn't she? And then Oscar um, relinquished the women's title when she got called up to the main. Was it against Charlotte of all people at WrestleMania? <laughs> Man, I saw that damn match. I know. She saw it too. <laughs> uh, any I don't guess? like this game. That, that's my guess. I don't like this game. Well, this, it makes this is the last hurt. one in this round. That's good news. <laughs> Um, Any ideas? I'm thinking Bianca for the person she beats, but as far as the MMA record, I don't know. Just throw a number out. 35. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bianca Belair, 35. Neither part's correct. I can tell you she did have. Uh, fuck, okay. I don't want to get this wrong. I think 29 fights. I think that's right. Something around that ballpark. I know it's less than 30. Don't fucking remember. Wait a minute. Was Bianca Belair NXT women's champion? Not at the, not, well, not against her. I don't her, think no. she ever was, no. Not again. Well, no, not again. Well, no. I don't think Bianca she ever was. Ever champ here? No. Was she ever champ here? That's a good question. I don't, I don't think, think so. Not NXT, no. Not that um, I think it. Not kind of aware. Who the hell could have been? What about Ember Moon? Uh, you know, let's finish. Ember yet. Moon, seventeen oh five, seventeen oh five, whatever. So Ember Moon seventeen. Yeah, sure. One part correct. The other part is close. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you're just guessing her wins. Yeah, you don't need an actual just record. You just need to guess how many wins she had in MMA. I thought we were guessing a total record. Total number of wins. Huh. All right, so... Good Amber news, Moon. I haven't frozen this week. I know, good shit. You said 17, so pick a number that's close to 17. It's Ember Moon something. You got the 18 or 16. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go 18. Fuck it. Ember Moon 18. Yeah, sure. Just the one part correct. It wasn't quite that close. It was Ember 15. Moon 15. Ooh. All right. Thankfully, that round is over. Point at the end of that round. Uh, Phoenix on one. Travis slash Chad on three. Moses on five. Next round is face or heel. Each player must guess a wrestler's identity based on one word clues provided by their opponents and me. If guessed correctly, the player receives a point. And then you can also decide to award a point to the best clue or remove a point for the worst clue. Up first is Travis slash Chad. So let Chad. me send the identity to everybody else. That is not how you spell that. Uh, 
Oh, no, it totally is. All right, I got your clue. You ready for a clue there, Hamburg and Birds? All right, what you got? Plumber. Plumber. Oh. All right, Phoenix, your clue? Uh, I hope I spelled it right. Bionic. Bionic and... Oh, that didn't work. It says dots. Like dipping dudes. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. It is Dusty Rhodes. Points to you. Now, do you want to award a point for the best clue or remove a point for the worst clue? I wasn't asking you. Um, I'll, I'll be an asshole. Take a point away from Moses. Ah, uh, <laughs> something Chad yeah, well, totally do. That makes you even on four four. All right. <clears throat> Next one is for Moses. So let's send the identity to everybody else. Took him long enough. I'm just kidding. I want to turn to the black background so you can see what I actually fucking wrote. (coughs) (coughs) Shit. Okay, extreme from Travis. Extreme? Phoenix, do you have a clue? God, they didn't point me directly at this fucking nerd. (laughs) <laughs> okay extreme and bionic I will allow that clue and Fong so probably extreme not who you were bionic, thinking of <laughs> the, the extreme bionic thong I'm okay now see the, I think the thong is here to throw me off <laughs> but I think it's not at the same time because see this is how you bastards do me so um God, I want it. I want it to quite literally be Matt Hardy. But I have this odd feeling that it's it's Lena. But again, that's where I feel like I'm getting thrown off. And there goes my pen. Um, <laughs> fuck it. So I had threw my pen out of frustration. So let's go with Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Why not? Is wrong. <laughs> I figured that. It was Lita. Of course it was. I was throwing See, when you said no ex- goddamn reason. When 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 you had extreme and you I think you thought you knew who it was, and then I said Spong, I thought it could still be the person he thinks of. No. My my first <laughs> thought was Jeff. The second I saw the word extreme, I said, Well, it's gotta be one of the Hardys, but my immediate thing was Jeff, because you know, fucking Trav here. And then I the I seen Thong, and then I was like, Bionic, who the fuck's Bionic? Like what the and what word is she? On his hardies and probably just showed the wrong piece of the paper. <laughs> I didn't even. That's, that's, that's good. This and anyway. the only reason I allowed Hardy is because it wasn't actually one of the Hardies. Ah, see? Well, there you go. I screwed myself. But it is what it ain't. Okay, final one for Phoenix. Oh, I gotta use my phone now. Does that work? No? What we got? Uh, uh, Huntington. Yeah, fucking okay. Shit, brother. I said machine. And get? towel. Towel. Oh, this Huntington. Huh? I don't even understand that one. Is it Taz? No. No. I'm guessing it was a towel that made you think Taz. It was. Um, well, Samoa Joe. Joe. 
who's from Huntington Beach, California. Uh, I had to do it because yeah. I'm from California. All right, and only one change at the end of that round then. So Travis and Moses both on four. Phoenix still on you, one. Next I round. Like, I don't like this thing anymore. <laughs> Next round is rhyme time. Two questions. The answers rhyme with each other. It's that simple. Travis up first. Of course. Two questions are traditional August WWE pay-per-view. And the only person to hold WWE and ECW world titles together. What? Wait, what was that? Traditional <laughs> August WWE pay-per-view and the only person to hold the WWE and ECW world oh. titles together. Got it. I think. Rob Van Dam and SummerSlam. Yes. I'll give you that one. That was a good one. All right, next up, Moses. Former women's champion and three-time Playboy cover girl. Oh, Lord. And trademark weapon of the Dudley Boys. Oh, Sable Table. Yeah. Sorry, there I was know. only one girl that <laughs> was on the Playboy cover more than once. Final one for Phoenix. Poison mist spraying Japanese legend and youngest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. I fucking hate you. <laughs> oh, what a swerve. I just got that in my head. Oh, what a swerve. I want that shit for bonus points. I got it. You give me the more difficult ones because I won the last two last week. Absolutely. No. I love the answer. No. <laughs> Such a liar. <laughs> I don't know. To Jerry Tanahashi. What? No. It is. It's Moses? Muda Yuda. Great Muda. Wheel of Yuda. That's right. Muda Yuda. Okay. Final round. Um, obviously Phoenix can't win He's still only on one point But Travis and Moses both on five So let's see who comes first, second and third Final round is size matters yeah. uh, Players have the question And must write down the longest answer For the point uh, You don't have to spell it correctly As long as it, the actual name Has um, The most letters you get the point If you get the longest possible answer You get two points First topic is wrestlers who have competed in a Hell in a Cell match. We're just supposed to write down all the names we can? No, it, uh, it's just one, just one name. And the longest one you can think of. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, the longest, with the most amount of lettering and such. Yes. In Hell in a Cell. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay, anybody else ready? Man's 18. <laughs> I got one. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, we actually have to have it written down. Um, I think I'm going to have to accept that, yeah, because he's, his ring name is Seth freaking Rollins now. Okay, 18, Moses. 
Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. As we know from the previous weeks, that's 20. Phoenix put yeah. it two. Shockingly, that is the longest possible answer. Yeah. <laughs> two points to the both of you. I forgot Stone Cold did the uh, <laughs> hell of the Oh, trust me, I went down a fucking list, but just because... Is Stone Cold oh, in it? Yep, I'm going to put that answer. Yep. All right. <laughs> Stone Cold, I can guarantee you, is not the answer to this next question. Ah, uh, the final category is categories in the 2020 Slammy Awards. Oh, son of a bitch. Wait, what? Uh, it does include the word best or worst in your answer. The same thing, best or like the longest, whatever? Yeah. And if you put best or worst, that is, that's included. Got it. From the 2020 year in it? Oh. <laughs> what? No, because we know it's 2020. Uh, this one, I guess, I don't know is a real one, but if it was, it would definitely be the winner. Nice. But it's I'm not gonna use it because I don't want to fucking ruin myself. Um, so here I'm just gonna go with the fucking easiest one I can. Female okay. superstar of the year. All right, female superstar of the year uh, is a correct answer. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four letters. <coughs> Anybody who's next? Best OMG moment. Best OMG was not included in 2020. Huh? Uh, but Moses' answer was longer. Uh, we got best pay per view match of the year. Ooh. I have no idea. Uh, is not a real category. Points yeah, to I Moses. Um, it was wasn't the longest possible the answer, though. Uh, breakout Star was one, yeah. Crap. The longest possible answer you could have got was twenty no thirty letters long WWE Network documentary of the year. Which oh, was yep. the last ride. I knew there was one about fucking documentaries, <laughs> god damn it. But the final point goes to Moses and you just grab the lead right at the end. We finish on Phoenix on one, Travis slash Chad on five, Moses on six. Oh well, well didn't I get Two points for the Stone Cold Steve Austin Hell in a Cell thing. Oh, Give yeah, she my... did your own three, my bad. Points, come on. Uh, <laughs> Is still finished third. <laughs> <laughs> so on the weekly leaderboard, let's oh. add these up. That puts uh, five, six, seven. Moses on seven. Phoenix on seven. And Chad slash Travis on. Chadvis. Seven. Everybody's on seven. Let's go. Which means it's anybody's ball game in the final week of the Ring of Games next week. So join us then to find out who gets the first ever Ring of Games Cup. And after this week, it could literally be anybody. Anybody. Well, uh, how about that? We uh, we end the leaderboard on equal points as everyone has seven. So, it's all to play for next week in the final. Um, next winner gets the cup. Also, um, I I don't know how Travis got in and replaced Chad. It's uh, 
just another invasion from the House of Ashes, but that's why I felt compelled to uh, hmm, leave Travis a little message. <laughs> yeah, may- maybe I will leave Travis a message at the end of the show. But first, um, no guest to wrestle this week, obviously, because I am flying solo. And no A to B of retro re what 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 wind because that's Moses's thing to talk about. Um, but as always, check out all of Moses's content. It's always there. Uh, it's always available for you, and it's always intriguing. It's always a blast from the past. It's always always uh, retro. So go check out uh, retro rewind. Um, but what we will do for you is, of course. Geek of the Week. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no gut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. I did think about it and. There was only one name I could come up with, and I'm pretty sure Moses will agree, especially after hearing my reasons. Um, so, this week's Geek of the Week is going to go to Tony Khan for two reasons. So, number one, dude, what are you doing with the Dark Order? Just slowly releasing them one by one quietly what what are you doing why why are they not being used why why you you could have turned them heel with hangman which is what we predicted by now they they could have become relevant again as a big heel faction but they've just been doing nothing you know um and now you're just going to release them one by one. I, I don't get it. Dark Order should be a bigger deal. Especially um, with what it meant to Brody. With what Brody meant to AEW. Like, I, I don't understand why he's just letting Dark Order go. Instead of doing something with them and pushing them again. Um, but reason number two. Dude, you have got to stop hugging new signees like like a fucking child <laughs> I, I mean I get it I love TK's passion but it's becoming an awkward and embarrassing dude like people there's, there's literally like a collage of TK like desperately hugging everybody and like it's it's creepy in a way um Cool it down, Tony. I get you're excited that you signed these guys. We're excited to see them, but... Dude, chill out. Like, stop squeezing them to death. You know? A bro hug's enough. You don't need to squeeze them to death. So, geek of the week. TK. I'm sorry. Tony Khan. Um, And finally, for the best segments of the week.
Uh, very easy. Wrestler of the week. It ain't even fucking close. Claudio Castagnoli. Um, just what a reaction. What an impact he's made already. And he's only had two matches. Uh, he's joined the quickly growing into the most badass group in wrestling. The Blackpool Combat Club. And also his fucking music has been stuck in my head since Sunday. Thank you, Claudio. Um, and that, that's also moment of the week, Claudio's debut. Um, dumbest moment of the week. <laughs> WWE had a last chance qualifier for Money in the Bank. And there's still one spot left. So, <laughs> how the fuck is it a last chance? <laughs> Uh, so that's the dumbest moment of the week. Just nonsensical booking, as always, from WWE. Uh, there you go. Well, um, your week is complete. Stick around after the show. Uh, because I've got one or two things to say to Travis. Uh, thank you, everybody, for spending your Thursday with me. You know where to find us at Max Rossing UK on Twitter and the Captain Five One Two and at SMR Podnet. Once again, the website is maxwrestling.net. Now, nothing for you to listen up to, you pencil neck geeks, because Moses ain't here this week. But um, I, I know I keep promising episode five of Open Road. I promise it is coming soon. It's just. Ah, it's been a lot. <clears throat> As you can probably tell, I haven't really been uh, the healthiest of persons this past week. My throat is fucking killing me. Um, it's not what you think, don't worry. But, um, yeah, hopefully episode 5, season 2 of Open Road will be coming very soon. In a way, I'm kind of glad that I'm dragging my feet with it. Because it's getting closer to July, which is where we will have the epic feature-length finale um, of a big road trip to to Liverpool for Book of Mormon. Um, so that's going to be the finale of Season 2, and we'll go in end of July. So if we space it out just a little bit more, then it's actually going to fall into place perfectly. So uh, anyway, keep your eyes peeled for Open Road. Season 2, Episode 5. I promise it's coming soon. <laughs> um, subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on SoundCloud, Twitter, TikTok, all the social medias stuff. And with that said, join us next week for the final of the Ring of Games tournament. Um, there's, I don't believe there's a pay-per-view next week. So, no predictions. But obviously, there may be some fallouts and money in the bank. And who knows? You know, the, the world of wrestling is as is, is unpredictable as ever. So we'll see what happens next week. You've been watching The Cap. I'll be picking up the mic in just a second. Goodbye. And good night. And that concludes only murderers in wrestling. No, wait. Still the wrong podcast. My bad. Not trusting as only one captain.
we're winning this. You may have noticed I came out to my music, not the jury music. Because this isn't about factions, this isn't about the jury versus the House of Ashes. What this is really about, and this may surprise some people, is match wrestling. Travis the Walker Anderson has been a key player in match wrestling for coming out four years now. And when I think about that time, and I think about now, I see one major thing missing now. Camaraderie. See, even when everybody was facing each other in the promo, whatever, Climax, League, Order, everybody still looked out for each other. Everybody supported each other. It was a real community. Facebook called groups communities now. We were a community. And a lot of people have left for one reason or another. But more importantly than that, a lot of people have come back. Cypher came back. Not only did he come back, he came back better than ever. And even joined forces with the captain. DC, Daniel Crimmins, he came back and booked himself in the main event of Promomania next year. The Demon S. One of the biggest missing pieces of the puzzle. The longest reigning promo champion. She's coming back. I still don't know exactly why people left. And I don't know what's drawing people back. And to be honest it really doesn't matter. I'm just happy to see it. And regardless of all that. In the absence of all these people. Three people became the pillars of match wrestling and kept me going. Moses Marquez. Travis Anderson, Chad Malcolm, committed themselves to this brand. Got up at whatever time for this brand. Hell, at one point it was just me and Travis. So I'm not going to apologize for giving you opportunities, for giving you title matches, for giving you legal support from Chad. I'm not going to apologize for depending on you because you put yourself in that position. You poured your soul into my trusting on your own back and I poured my trust into you. You've supported me at a time when a lot of people turned their backs. So in a way I understand why you wanted out. What was it CM Punk said? You were never going to get healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, staying in the same place that got you sick. I get that. Hell, I went through it too. But the difference is I stayed with it. I made adjustments, I fought back, and if anything, I came out with concrete skin while you came out with a chip on your shoulder. Let's face it, we both have something to prove. And now that you've booked yourself against me at Promo Slam, I guess one of us at least is going to get what we want. And there's a lot of history attached to this match. Promo Slam may be a different month this year, but the name remains the same. At Promo Slam last year, you won the Promo Championship for the second time, and 38 days later, the title was deactivated. A year before that, you faced the shape at Promo Slam, and to this day, I think that was the day Travis the Walker Anderson was truly born. The fire, the venom, the emotion, the passion you came out with in that match is exactly 
what I want to see from you at Promo Slam 2022. If you're coming for my world title, I want the walker, not the limper. Promo Slam 2022 is pirate themed, and you're dancing with the captain. So bring everything you've got, and I'll see you on July 28th.